Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a Luga picture. It's a Thursday. As discussed before, batteries, boys, velvet being exploding off a, off, a, off a deer's antlers, all that kind of stuff here on the Luke and Pete show. Uh, and uh, yeah, once again, we're back doing what we do best. Well, uh, I mean, it's our best, isn't it? It's probably not the listeners uh, kind of thing. It's to. sometimes my best. It's sometimes your best. It's the best it's... I can muster on any particular day. Yeah. Um, Peter, um, on Monday, we talked about lots of interesting things, including a cycle trip going awry. We mm. talked about your constipation. We talked about old living animals. Mm. We talked about, what else did we mention? Oh, we mentioned a bit about car parking and ice skating and all sorts of different stuff. A fancy Tory stronghold that I visited over the weekend. Yeah, taking them down from the inside as usual. Yep. What, one thing I, <laughs> I wanted to talk about today, though, is something that you suggested um, about, and it's, it's a story that kind of obviously f- went viral because it, you know, people were trying to generate controversy around it in a right. really superficial way, mm-hmm. but it was about the behaviour upon checking out of a hotel room. Yes. And what is the most appropriate thing to do when you're leaving your hotel room for the final time Mm -hmm. before you check out? Yeah. Now, the reason this is fascinating to me is because I never once ever considered this beyond the idea that because I'm hopefully a fairly decently brought up human being, Mm. I won't leave the place in the right shit state. I'll I'll take all my stuff away. I'll tidy up. Mm. I'm not going to leave things behind. I'll put whatever needs to be put in the bin in the bin, et cetera, et cetera. But, this guy caused this controversy, the guy who kind of went viral online. Do people still say viral now? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay, so still, we, still, we still haven't found a better term for it, have we? Fine. Got a lot of attention online because he took a photo of his hotel room upon checking out and he had stripped the bed. Yes. And left it in nice piles at the bottom of the bed. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, that's fairly interesting. We can talk about that. But what you actually said, Pete, was you always do that mm. and you didn't know if you were the only person that did or whether it was just you being weirdly neurotic as usual. But... I don't know if it's necessary. So what is your thinking behind it? There will people. There will be people in my life who uh, have been in a hotel room with me. Uh, you know, Mill and friends. Consensually. Yeah. Consensually. Uh, <laughs> I'm not hiding in the cupboard or anything. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I've not stripped the bed, but I do occasionally do this, and I certainly do this um, if my Airbnb rating is, is, a, is at, at stake. risk. Is yeah, at stake. At stake. Um, strip the bed. If you are leaving and you've got five minutes, strip the bed, Take the um, take the duvet, cover off the duvet. I mean, these are all things that are just a pain in the ass for people to do. And in the sun piece, um, you know, people are, you know, I've, I've never done this. It's never occurred to me to strip the bed for them. Uh, another adding, they literally pay people to do that, though. It's like, that's, that, that is what's wrong with modern Britain. <laughs> they literally pay that for people. Pay, pay people do you know the other time people used to say that? From a letter on the ground. No, about not, about not tidying your McDonald's tray away. Right, they do, they pay people to do that. Yeah, so I just fucking put it. It's over there, it's next to the bin. Yeah, on just the way empty out. It and, it's annoying. Isn't it? I, really? I I just think it's good. I think it's good breeding. <laughs> no, I, I think you're probably right, and 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 it caused me to think a little bit about things because I normally stay in B and B's, as you know, mm. and I don't really stay in hotels that often. But 
I think it's interesting because I think the way that people behave in hotels generally can tell you a lot about them. Right. So, for example, so I've got a friend of mine, I've told you before, he does a lot of traveling for work. And sometimes he'll be, say, in, let's say, South Korea for mm. like two weeks. Right? Mm. And he'll be staying in the hotel for work. And the first thing he does when he gets there is put the do not disturb on. Yeah. And he never wants anyone interrupting. So he, he doesn't want people changing their sheets at any point. doesn't want people mm-hmm. tidying up. He just wants to be able to stay there and have privacy. Whereas I hardly ever do that. I, I, I'm happy for people to come in and change my bed sheets, turn the bed down. Mm. I think I see that as kind of part of the service. But yeah. I think the whole secretive aspect of that. I'm not surprised that you do that as well. I just don't, I just don't want people in my shit. Like, I'll, I'll keep it as tidy as I want it to. I mean, I'd live in a shit pit for five days. But it's like, I'd, I'd just rather What's not... your cut-off, though? I just want to know that when I go back to the room, someone's not going to be in there. I'm going to have an awkward conversation. I will do anything to avoid awkwardness. But you're and, out. But you're make out. it very awkward. You're out most of the time, though. They know yeah, when but, you're yeah. out. No, no, but like sometimes I'll come back and there'll be someone just dicking about. I'll go, oh, do you want your turn-down service? Like, what even is that? Yeah. I'm just going to get into bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. Um, what about if you were like Nucky Thompson having your own suite at the Ritz all the time? True. Uh, imagine how much of a shit tip your place would be. I think. I think with. Um, would you like a valet like Eddie in Bulwark Empire? Would you like your own valet? With, Back is the Eddie day, the Irish bloke? No, he's a German fella. Right. Yes. Of course. Yes. Um, if you so back in the day, uh, look, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. It's just more more. It's obviously probably wrong. Um, <laughs> but as a conversational topic, so for example, if you read the um, Woodhouse like Jeeves and Worcester books, mm. obviously the whole point of Bertie Worcester is he's an idiot, but he's mm. got this full time valet Jeeves who's brilliant. Yeah, and that was like a in in that kind of period, whatever it is, Victorian, Edwardian, whatever, um, Georgian maybe. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure. They well to do gentlemen would have a personal valet. Yeah, who'd do all this shit for them. Yeah. That's, do you fancy a bit of that or do you think it's a bit weird? Well, I, you, I, I want to do everything. I want to do all the admin in my life badly, poorly, badly thought out uh, and, and just fuck it. To, to, to hand over control to someone else, I just would, don't think I'd like it, to be honest, because people would kind of they'd mess it up for me. But I, I, can't <laughs> ima- do it right. I can't imagine anything that would make you feel more awkward than living in a house where there are people who actually work there as well. Yeah, no, I would hate it. I, I, don't, I know once you get past a certain level... You have your cleaners, never had a cleaner. You have your chefs, you have your people who look after the grounds and stuff. You have to, because the house is massive and you just spend all your time. So if you became really successful the house, and got a massive house, yeah. you would stubbornly just clean it all yourself. Like one of those, old, like the Fulford family who had that an ancestral seat out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And it just, there was just dog shit everywhere because no one cleaned it because they had no <laughs> money and they were, they were all completely like. Right. I don't know, they were just all a little bit kind of eccentric. Yeah. You would definitely be an eccentric where you wouldn't have anyone cleaning anything. It'd be an garden. absolute shit. Tip, your garden yeah. would be overgrown. Mm. Well, isn't it called rewilding these days? <laughs> and a lot of, and a lot, for you, isn't it? And a lot of like I'm councils, rewilding the living room. <laughs> a lot of councils, like people are complaining at the council, sort of saying they're, they're saying they're rewilding. I think I was reading it. I, can't, I, I, I requested uh, a newspaper I found palatable at the posh hotel. They oh, so you're a, requesting newspapers now, are you? They sent me a Times. <laughs> I, probably the most left-wing paper they had. You, you are now suddenly a man who's requesting newspapers. He said, at "Do you want a newspaper?" I said, "I'll have a newspaper. Cool. I'll have something to read." But they, they, they did that goes against it. everything I think of you. If you, if someone said to you, "You get a newspaper," you would say, "I'll get it myself," and you would walk three Drive miles off, to the corner shop. Yeah. Um, and they had a piece about uh, people in Brighton and Hove, obviously uh, a more left-leaning uh, governmental seat, and. Um, a lot of the plans are to I think rewild people... a lot of the public spaces, but really it just means there's a lot of grass growing through the through the floor, and so disabled people trip up. 
Some people would call Brighton an oasis in the political landscape of, uh, <laughs> of, of East Sussex. Not the Times. <laughs> not <laughs> Probably the not. Times. So, so did they do that thing at that hotel where they, you leave your shoes out and they'll shine them for you? Uh, do you know that as well? I reckon you could probably get away with that kind of care. Not yeah. a lot of people know that. If you, a lot of really, really posh hotels, if you leave your shoes outside, they will just shine them for you. Uh, I could do it. I've only got one pair of shoes at the moment. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of places leave them, they ask you to leave them in a bag. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, all that stuff, yeah. All that kind of like, can you wash this sort of business nonsense? As, as I said, because they also have a laundry bag, don't they? you put your clothes in the laundry yeah. bag and they'll do it for you as well. I, I had, As I said last week, I, I thought that the hotel you were staying in looked really nice. Mm. And I thought, do you know what? I wouldn't mind a bit of that little break, break away for a weekend. The prices were obscene, Peter. The prices of the actual rooms aren't as bad as all of the stuff that comes on top of it. It's all the extra stuff. Oh, they're sneaking stuff. little fees they're in, sneaking little they? fees here and there. A National Trust donation. £10 delivery fee for a hot chocolate. Outrageous. Um, and, and speaking of the old thing I was talking about, the hotel where you don't want anyone to come in, you do a do not disturb for two weeks. Mm. Uh, I've also read and heard that at lo- most hotels, if you do that, I think it goes over a certain threshold of time. They won't let you check out until they've checked the room. So again, if you want, so if you... so, so basically, if you are a do not disturb guy yes. every day for say two weeks, oh, that would flag with them that you're a bad boy for life. Well, they just won't know what's happening. Yes, and they won't let you check out until they've checked it. Because <laughs> you could have a yeah, dead body in the bath. Or that's something. what, but that's what the fee at the start when you put your credit card in, and it's like two hundred quid or something. Yeah. Um, that that's what they take. You know, the, the, in case you charge anything in the room or you fuck it up. 1200 quid was the charge on that fucking bloody place. hell I don't have that man Piss stayed, off I stayed in a um, holiday cottage a while back with some friends for a birthday thing and I, I paid for the the cottage and people mm. paid me back and in the terms of the agreement it mm. said we will take a 200 pound holding deposit for any damage and I was thinking I, I get that but if you're going to do that I mean I'm not trying to be gauche about it, but two hundred pounds isn't that much money. No, not it, for a damage. No, if someone breaks the TV. Yeah, you ain't getting another TV for two hundred quid. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a new oven for two hundred no. quid. Yeah. but it says in the terms it's two hundred pound. Yeah, I, I guess take, just, take your pound of flesh, mate. Do you reckon that must just be to put people off? What doing a damage? I don't know. Like even a little hole. If you've got an independent builder in these days, because the, you know an independent builder, work, an independent builder, throw um, your hands up at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, also, oh. one of the good things about staying at a holiday cottage like that is that it's always they're kind of always on, right? So they leave the key in a in a um, combination lock box. Yes. So you just, they just give you the code and they change the code every time. Mm. It's quite a good way of doing it. But what happens is they don't come in that often other than just to clean. Mm. And, and then they leave everything in the fridge. So the people who stayed in there before, they just, just leave stuff there. Milk. So was, no, when we turned up, there was like quite a few beers in there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like great, it. Great little touch. Before we head to a break, uh, Luke, have you seen uh, what's been happening in Fortnite this week? No. So my <laughs> my battle royale genre game experience mm. obviously extends to up to and including um, PUBG, but no further. It's very much parachuting into a Eastern Ukrainian wasteland. Uh, you know, what's the difference between building. Fortnite and PUBG though? Lot co- lot more colourful, and you can build stuff. Oh, so you can build your own little fortress or something? It started. It started in a. It started in like a, it used to be like a buildy, run around, shooty game. Then it turned into a battle royale, and then it just took over the world because it's very colourful. You could buy guns. You know, it's massive money spinner for That's uh, Fortnite, epic it. games. Fortnite, yeah. What's that? Thing Deli Ali does. Oh, is that Fortnite? I think so. Like, yeah. Everything, everything does is is Fortnite. Right. Um, they're having a Martin Luther King experience in game. I don't see how that's going to work. <laughs> to be honest, well, at least with PUBG, it's a Sun Hyung Min or or some kind of K-pop band. <laughs> they've had, uh, they've had like um, an Ariana Grande concert. Fine, colourful, 
childish. Well, as in, like, as in she actually performs in Fortnite. Yeah, she t- she turns up as a graphical avatar, rev- representation of herself, and she does. Is a, it her a, doing it? It's her. I presume she'll record something. I'm she'll, she'll basically it'll be a live, a, a virtual live concert. Loads That's of cool. people. Dead mouse. It's cool. It's yeah. really cool. It's great. Yeah. It looks fantastic. But the incongruity of a Martin Luther King uh, experience uh, this week on Fortnite has been incredible. Now. If you want to educate kids about Martin Luther King, yeah. uh, Black Lives Matter, you know all, all that stuff that, that, that's obviously um, incredibly important at, at the moment, Fortnite's an excellent way to do it. You know, there's a, there are so many children, there are so many young people on that game. The only problem is Fortnite has become a little bit of a, a capitalist kind of wonderland, which means that you know you've got your normal characters, but you've also got like movie tie-ins, film tie-ins. Yeah. You can play as Rick or Morty from Rick and Morty. Huh. You can play as the Xenomorph from Aliens, right? And so you go into a place where there are you know video clips of Martin Luther King um, doing some of his famous speeches, massive kind of like uh, you know massive speeches sort of printed out on the walls and stuff, and you walk around. It's like a big museum. It's, they're doing it in conjunction with Time Magazine, right? Right. It's a good idea. But the problem is, the image you get is basically, uh, you know, I've got I've got some pictures at the bottom of the, yeah, of the running see, yeah. Check it out. You can just see Martin Luther King's speech written on a wall. Uh, I have a dream that my four little children, etc., etc. Yeah, and then you, and then you've got the earlier just sat down in front of it. Yeah, it's very. It just seems a little disrespectful. It just I, seems I mean, like a, they, they 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 should have being a little bit more careful about what characters are allowed at the time. You're only allowed a generic character because we this needs to be approached with the solemnity, the the the, the importance that, that, that this man had on the world. And what they've delivered is is like a halfway house, effectively. Also, I mean, crucially, it's something you haven't mentioned, which I'm sure you're going to come on to, is mm. that Martin Luther King was fatally shot. Exactly. And Fortnite is about shooting people. And there's actually... Uh, it's a very big game. There's a lot of people working on it and there's a lot of kind of facets and art assets uh, to it, right? So you're not always going to get... You, something's gonna, always going to fall through the net. But with something like um, Martin Luther King uh, experience with Time Magazine, you kind of have to check everything because it yeah. looks bad. And the game is about shooting people. Um, and I will say, one of the loading trees literally says, headshots do significant damage, aim for the head. It's not ideal, is it? Leading into, uh, you know, movie clips of, uh, you know, film clips of, uh, of Martin Luther King. I understand why they've done it. I think it's a good idea. But my God, the execution is lacking. <laughs> well, poor choice of words by you as well there. What did I say? Execution. Oh, and also, mind. I thought you were going to say you could play as James Earl Ray, which would be very inappropriate. Right, uh, okay. They, 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 it couldn't have been worse if you could play as the guy who killed him. <laughs> uh, but I do I do think that, and you've, you've alluded to this, and I, I back you up on the idea that clearly the motivation for this, and I've just learned about it from you. Pure. Well, it's because they want young people to yeah. know about someone who's really important. Mm. And there's a Martin Luther King Day in the US, of course, and... You know, it's it's kind of interesting is probably the generous way of putting it when every single person in the US of whatever political stripe tries to jump on Martin Luther King on Martin Luther King Day, right? Yeah. So no matter what people's political views are, and some would say a lot of politicians in, in the US's political views are essentially inherently racist. They're inherently mm-hmm. racist positions. Mm. But Martin Luther King is so above any kind of criticism, you know, that... That people, rather than, so no one, no matter what their political stripe in the US would be, would ever say, oh, I never rated Martin Luther King. Yeah. They would better say that. They'd have yeah. to twist their own kind of narrative and their own kind of position mm. in such a way that it fitted in with what Martin Luther King and said. It just uh, gives Ma- uh, Malcolm X a couple of kicks as well. Yes. Well, <laughs> and, and so he's so massive that they have to 
kind of do that. But at the same time, clearly there's a motivation here to want to educate young people about, um, time about magazine. something so important. <laughs> and I, I, no, and I, th- I think that that's a really interesting thing because clearly a lot of decision makers who are maybe our age and older mm. don't really know how to speak to young people anymore. No. So no, they'll say, no. you can imagine, Pete, can't you, the amount of boardroom meetings where it's like, well, can't we just do something on Snapchat? Yeah. Or can't we can't just do a get, Fortnite, get yeah. a TikTok? Mm. And no one knows what it actually means. Yeah. So it's kind of fascinating how it tends to manifest itself in these kind of ill-advised ways. Why don't we have Martin Luther King? Ki- Why don't we do, right? A Sword life fight with Hitler d- again? A life in the day, a day in the life uh, of Martin Luther King on Snapchat. And he could be filming himself, sort of telling him about a day. What maybe he's writing well, his no, big they speech? They wouldn't watch it, would they? What they wouldn't watch it on Snapchat. But that doesn't mean anything. No one's playing this. You're like either, one of those mate. people. You're no like one's one either of... playing. This. I think a lot of people are playing Fortnite. They're not going in that room, though, are they? It's a choice. You don't get forced into it, I presume. In PUBG, it's a random map. <laughs> I'm in Martin Luther King World. Oh no! Yeah, oh, I've got I have a history lesson. The kids are going to be fuming, mate. Yeah, I feel it's, like it's disrespectful to shoot anyone. Exactly. <laughs> Even though that's the main point of the yeah. game. It's just, look, it's just a little bit incongruent. It made me go because it, it, I, it, the, when in people's intentions are pure, people's intentions are, uh, you know, it, it, it needed to be done in a certain way. Uh, but seeing hard drinking, uh, psychopath, sociopath, Rick from Rick and Morty holding a placard saying, Dream. Uh, it was a, it was a little bit. I didn't think I'd see it coming. I didn't see it coming, and I'm I'm surprised at how it was executed. It's perfect, Luke and Pete show stuff. It is. Uh, it's a great way to end the first half of this Thursday show. We should do that now. When we come back, we're going to do some battery brands and some of your emails. So stick around. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's transfer deadline day. Ashwood City are drifting under manager Sven Joran Eriksson and chief executive Patrick Norland is willing to do whatever it takes to turn things round. Oh, look, it's just for a season or two, you know. We, we get them really cheap, you know, 10% of what they're worth in some cases. And, I mean, the sponsors it would attract as well as the cash out. Patrick Nolan, MBE, stop talking. This is a fucking Tevez and Mascherano player heist, pal. 
in the award-winning football mockumentary The Offensive. The thick of it meets the Premier League and things are about to reach breaking point in the boardroom. That's the rules, Woody. Oh, so now we like the rules, do we? Woody, you can't just move a piece and make up how to play. Well, well you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. No, move that back. Oh, fucking get off. Don't touch my pieces. You're cheating. You're cheating. cheating. That's oh an my invasion God, of I'm my not pieces, cheating. that. You're Stop cheating. fingering my bishop. You oh don't know where God, he's been. It's not... Oh, Start your Ashwood City journey and listen to The Offensive wherever you get your podcasts. The Offensive is a stack production. I had to get that link in before the break because I really needed to burp. Yeah, you sounded like... Really fast. To prevent yourself burping, you seem to grab your nose. Is that how it works? I had also an itch there. Oh, mate, I'm I'm going off. Mate, I'm spinning plates Sensations. I'm spinning biological plates Luke Moore's sensations. Um, Here's a Luke and Pete show. Welcome back to Thursday's (laughs) second half. We always start the second half here with some battery brands. We ask our listeners to find unique battery brands wherever they may be. Some people succeed, some people don't. The upshot is... What a tangled web we've weaved as a race and species and and mm. and and uh, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> but the sheer amount of battery brands we've invented. Yep, as a as a uh, as a species. Indeed. Joel Bell, you're up. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent some Frigo batteries in F R E E G O. Pete, can you do a search? Because I'm not sure. Frigo. No, sure. Oliver Cleverly John came in in 2018 with some Frigos, heavy duty. Uh, when he had a story about a man, a man sticking his head in a particle accelerator, uh, and, <laughs> and Gary Stringer, mere four months later. Um, uh, came in with a story about taking back Sunday Singer, knocking out a bassist or his bassist uh, with a microphone. He swings his microphone like yeah. old Billy or that guy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he he bought some scales off the internet. Um, and uh, it, they came with Frigo battery, so not a new player. Gary Stringer and uh, Oliver have has that one, or rather Oliver does. Um, unlucky Joel, good mm, effort though. Unlucky man. Um, Matt Tierney, you're wasting our time with some large and some gritty. Get out. Neither are new players. They're some of the oldest players we know of. Fool. And finally, more interestingly, I think, so get your search fingers ready. Unky Ben has been in touch <sighs> with some Super Lon Lifes. Now, Lon Lifes is spelled L-O-N-L-I-F-E-S. Super Lon Lifes. Can we do a search? Yeah, I would like you to because I'm not entirely sure. There's a chance they might be new players. Um, I've certainly not seen him in the wild. Mate, there's... <sighs> May 17th. It, it, they're all this year. May 17th, George Quinlan. Uh, and then Kevin Brady came in. And uh, yeah, he's he's uh, yeah he's got some burst doors and some lawn lifes. So, Unfortunately, Unky Ben, mm, you are not a new player either. Never so mind, Unky. We've drawn three bla- uh, blanks this week. Joel, Matt and Unky Ben. Unfortunately, you've not made it. Do try again, though. And we do welcome any battery submission um, to see if they're new players. Okay, emails, Ooh. Peter. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the email address to get in touch. I've got an email here from Harry that I really want to read to you. Um, and it goes like this. It says, Hi, Luke and hi, Pete. You will not believe my shock when in a recent episode an email regarding Richard Parker was read out. I think it was when you were on with Mark or Chris mm-hmm. or Alex. I can't remember. I was on the show. Um, and um, Harry says, I'd never read, heard this story until about five years ago on a date with my now partner. On a first date with her a few years ago, making some awkward small talk, we start talking about crazy things that have happened in our families. She decided that telling me in depth how a great, great, great uncle ate a young boy while starving at sea, and they named the boy in Life of Pi after him, uh, I'm not really sure what kind of reaction she was expecting. <laughs> but now looking back, it seems to have been quite an odd story to say on a first date, uh, although apparently Harry and her are still together, so it worked out for the best in the end. So the Richard Parker story you guys talked about 
kind of chat tangentially a descendant of that person has probably heard some of our show at some point. Mm. Yeah, that's that's quite big, isn't it? That's yeah, I think big, it's quite a big deal. <laughs> what's, your, what's your position? I can't quite remember if you covered this specifically at the time, and it was a while ago now anyway. What's your specific position, re stranded at sea, eating other people? I think we should be able to eat all children. <laughs> Fuck you now. Eat the rich, eat the young. What would you do? Um, no, I think I, I think in the story, didn't the hadn't the child sadly? Or the, I don't even think it was um, said as a child. Even, even no, it was like a young. I think it was a cabin boy, like a young, right, a okay. young, maybe a teenager or something. And he'd had enough. He just sort of like he'd uh, gone. He'd I think. gone right. Okay, well, look, he's gone. If if it, just just go ahead. If it's in the deli section, get involved. What I, I want you to tell me how you would convince me to to join you. Uh, well, you wouldn't. There wouldn't be any left, mate. He sat with a big fat wipe, belly going, yeah. Wipe your lips and me just goes, is there any food about what? <laughs> yeah. Because apparently the, the kid the kid read, um, I think he drank seawater. Yes. So he couldn't resist it. Oh, but the thing is, though, they talk about, you know, um, water, water everywhere, not a drop, drink the old rhyme of the ancient mariner. I bet, even though it's very salty, but if you are that thirsty and you start fucking just drinking all the water... There's a little bit of there's a, the sensation must be no because you it's awful drinking salt water. I don't, if you're really thirsty though the sensation of actually drinking water What's even the, though it's very salty well, I think you'd be like oh it's so delicious for a bit and then you die. Who do you think's been the thirstiest in their life out of you and me? Uh, probably me because I'm uh, I never drink water. True. How what's the thirstiest you've ever been? I mean, why would I have you ever done the, that? Have you ever done the thirstiest thing where you go you start shaking a bit? No, no. Why would when would you ever experience that? Have you ever done a thing where you've suddenly just comes over you really quickly? It's fucking hell, I'm really thirsty. No, really. I, I just I just never get that. I'm just I get all my water from sausages. Internal. <laughs> internal you've got an internal supply. Yeah. Um speaking Tabasco of sauce. Speaking of the rhyme of the ancient mariner, do you know I think that a lot of people think that the word rhyme means as in the the rhyme to rhyme something. Oh, does it not? Right. It okay. doesn't mean that. Right, okay. Rhyme in Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner is spelled R I M E. Yeah, which is the word for a kind of frost on your on the surface, right? Okay. So the, the point of the rhyme of the ancient mariner is that he's so like weather beaten and stuff. He's actually frosty. Yeah, stay frosty. It's not about him rhyming, rhyming. or it's not about the rhyme as in the nursery rhyme of the ancient mariner. It's about that kind of rhymy frost on him. Well, my fucking hip hop stage show is fucked, isn't it? Yeah, you you got to go back to the drawing board, there, mate. Unless it's a particularly cold day, and you'll be fine. <laughs> But so you, you're saying so people have a moral dilemma about this, and I think it's probably it's probably as a lot of this stuff is bound up in religion. I would say mm-hmm. they say that you know human life particularly is is sacred, or yeah. they won't think twice necessarily. Although some religions obviously do, they won't think twice about eating other kinds of meat. Mm. But is it not an extension of the debate around you know? I mean, certain animals seem to be fine, and certain animals don't seem to be fine to eat. So I will eat chicken or mm. beef or pork or whatever about thinking about it. Mm. But if you served up to me a horse. It's probably getting in my head a bit. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's all very strange. I mean, also, I, why don't we have horse milk? Uh, no one eats horse milk in the UK. I think um, or drinks it. Sorry, I think. Well, look, I think it's the patriarchy. We're very scared of horses' penises and their potency. And well, you so could say like, something about a donkey. I suppose you don't drink donkey milk either. <laughs> I just don't think we want anything coming out of a horse because we're just like because men yeah. are scared of horse dicks. <laughs> <laughs> It's so that, do you reckon that's that, the link? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's like I think because the, okay, let's go it, for the because the world because the world's run by men. We're just like oh, but the horses' French, dicks but, are massive, though, aren't they? I'm but, scared. But the French and, and places in Eastern Europe will eat horse salami, no problem. It's deli- 
They will. Horse salami. salami. Yeah, That's they what they will. call it. And, and, and so that yeah, horse meat's fine. I've eaten horse, and Japan's quite big in horse. Is it really? Delicious. So you think in the UK, we don't eat horses because they're the size of their penis. Yeah. And the other animals we do eat are fine. Yeah. and, I, and We don't I eat cats, and they've got little small penises. I don't, I've not really looked. Do they have penises? Yeah, little lipstick penises. But the men do. The men. The, men, the male the men ones cats. do. It's like a little lipstick. Not on nip It's like a little tiny lipstick that pops out sometimes. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, but you see cat milk in the in the, in supermarkets. Yeah, for other you? cats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not actually cat milk, though, is it? It's just fucking... Is it oats or something? What was what cat milk? I'm not really cow's sure. milk with sugar in it. I've always been Fish told that the only thing Ooh. they should be drinking is water. The only thing they should be drinking is water? Mm. You said it's, that, it's about, a me. Said that about me, mate. Well, that's true. Here's a question for you, Donny. You won't mm. have the answer to it, but maybe some of our listeners would. Here's what I find fascinating about something. Mm. A sheep gives birth to a lamb, right? Right. A lamb, after about 15 minutes, can walk and totter about and do its thing, right? Yeah. That lamb in the wild would go from being a lamb to a big old sheep and all it'll ever eat is grass. Mm-hmm. How does it get all the nutrients it needs to grow to that size just with grass? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, I guess the, the body's designed to process, yeah, but how? process more. Because what grass can only have certain nutrients in it. So if, if you took a human being mm. and said, you're only going to eat grass... Or whatever it is, anything. Hmm. Breadsticks. I don't know. You're not <laughs> going to grow to a healthy adult, but a sheep would always grow to a proper size sheep just by eating grass. But, sh- but surely grass has got everything in it. But in how the same can way the breadsticks have got everything in it, but just very trace amounts. You know what I mean? Like, it's not enough. Well, yeah, because you'll be an ill person, but like, yeah, so there will be certain aspects to it. But so yeah. sheep aren't doing much, so it doesn't matter. I'm just thinking the grass has got enough. In the same way, the vegetarians are fine with just eating veggies. No, but they don't just eat one vegetable, do they? They eat every lots of different types. But they're of stuff. all pretty much the same thing, aren't they? Nuts. Bit of iron, bit of potassium, bit of this, bit of that. I think you're overestimating grass. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way you're getting all the nutrients you need from grass. I want someone who's listened to this show Lit- qualified to tell me. Every fucking animal eats grass. Cows. What do they eat? Cow. Cow grass. Yeah. So that's I, how we make cows. They're big fuckers, aren't they? Same They've got question. everything. Same question. C- grass is very powerful. Do you remember that video of the cow with a little hole in its side? Oh, little, what? Little... You could look it. Yeah, look into it. Yeah, it's weird that. What was that about now? It was like, it was in one of its stomachs, wasn't it? It yes. was like a little kind of like a screw, like a Pringle jar. So you could just open up and peek into a... Stomach's... Cow stomach. Yeah. That's very What odd. was that about? Why was, it, why was he doing that? <laughs> I think it's just <laughs> why a rise, rise their diet or something, I think. It must have been like a uh, like a scientist's cow, rather than you don't do a farmer doesn't do that. What is it really, is it a cow? I'm a scientist's cow. She's <laughs> <laughs> much. We've got a monocle. Uh, yeah, a stethoscope round this big yeah, fat cow neck. I forgot about that. It was absolutely rank. That wasn't it. Yeah, it was just really. looking into a big stinky cow's stomach. So what? So oh, so what we were talking about basically is that um, in that survival situation, your team human. I'm Tim Human. You're yeah. eating human. Yeah, I mean, what would you yeah. go for first? Calves. I, th- I think calf or thighs, like or forearm, has got a common selection. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just know what I go for first. Him. What? Brain bum. Brain. You know why? Because <laughs> fuck him. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Let's get out of here, Peter. That's enough for one week. Uh, we'll be back next week on Monday with this usual nonsense you are welcome of course you've got a story about a failed cycle ride like we heard on Monday or some kind of um, connection to a now sadly long dead 
person we talked about on the show mm. or anything else. Perhaps you want to see Linda Lusardi fighting someone else. Actually, fucking hell, we should have called her Linda Lusardi. Yes. Well, we completely missed that, didn't we? Linda Lusardi, yeah. the sword fight of anyone. You let us know. Right. Send your suggestions in and we'll discuss <laughs> it. Um, perhaps you want to know what Linda, who Linda Lusardi is. Yes. Um, Give it a Google. Enjoy <laughs> yourself. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the email address. We are at Luke and Pete Show on the socials. We don't really um, social much, do we? Uh, I, I edit out some videos from two uh, shows ago, and then it just got the end of a very long line. I should I should have socialed. I yeah, should have we'll, socialed. We'll try and social more. We'll try and social. But if you guys social us, maybe it'll encourage us to get more involved. I can't possibly post a picture of the velvet explosion on a, on a stag's head. It looks disgusting. It looks like something's gone wrong. I think you should. <laughs> At Luke and Pete Show is the social media address. All that's left for us to say now is we hope you have a lovely rest of the week and weekend. Don't be sad that summer's over. Be happy that autumn's here. Beautiful season, autumn, isn't it? It is, yes. So look forward to that. Autumn drays when the grass is jeweled in the silken side of chestnut shell. The rhyme of the ancient mariner. (laughs) See you next time. show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.